So being, being that this is our first podcast, never be afraid to make mistakes. <clears throat> mistakes, my middle name. <laughs> it is actually. All right, I'll give us a little opening. Ready? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, today we bring you the Badger vs. Lion podcast number one, one and done with your host, Nathan Badger Atkins. And co-host, <laughs> Cody the Lion Hunter. Oh, I ruined that. Hey. I thought you were going the whole way with it. Oh, no, it's that teamwork. Good. Team effort. Team team oh. so, he does uh, this. He throws it out to me and I'm not ready for I'm it. Sorry, mate. It's like I'm my sorry. whole rugby career. <laughs> no, <laughs> Throw I'm not it, expecting the pass. Blow it. And yeah. Yeah, what you got to run with it, Cody. What do you, you know say? Better than that. Hey, uh, so here we go, Badger. Number one, mate. Yeah, it's very exciting. Mildly nerve-wracking. Public speaking's terrifying. Not that it's public, but I guess social media is mate, terrifying. There'll be a million, by the end of the week, there'll be a million people listening to this podcast. That's all right, though. That's, yeah, let's Tough. think about that right now. That's all right. That's good. Let's not worry about that. My mic's extremely high. Um, so yeah, podcast number one, yep. um, the Badger versus Lion podcast. Those of you that have never heard of this before, it's completely understandable because this is brand spankers. Yeah, this is the pilot. If you're listening to this, this is a part of history yeah. right now. You're very, you're, you're lucky. Who knows where this will go from here? Well, think about all the successful pilots out there. Right, remember The Office. Yeah, they had a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I think every show has a pilot. <laughs> There's plenty of unsuccessful no. pilots as well. Well, that's why I see The Office. It's very successful. <laughs> that's how it rolls, right? So, yeah. Right. So uh, why are You're we right. doing this? Why are we doing the Badger vs. Lion yeah. one and done? We should probably talk more about the, the Badger. Well, no, the one and done really is what matters the most at I this think, stage. I think the one and done is, is yeah. really so, – so the one and done is, is like our, our slogan, our mantra, mm. mantra. Uh, excuse, I don't know what pronunciation is correct anymore in life. But, yes, Badger, so, so we sat down for a, a coffee and we've been talking about – loading up a podcast for a long time now along with other things that we'll get to a bit later um when we discussed an option for a kind of a slogan or a saying to go along with it hmm. you came out with one, one and, and done. done yeah i just uh, I was sitting there and i think uh you get one shot at so many things in life mm. um or you don't even get a shot if you don't take the opportunity so i thought this was it we're going for this podcast and it'd be kind of a fun way to run the podcast one and done try to do as little editing as possible We'll see how this first one goes. Uh, yeah, one and done for life for everything we do. And I remember you were saying this morning uh, that you also used the mantra yesterday, I believe, to help get through a, a sticky point in training. Oh, mate. So, so one and do- so everything originated. Originally, people started blowing out the one and done based around the open workouts, right? The CrossFit Open, you have one yeah. chance to do the workout. Well, because most people did it fifteen times, so it's kind of like everyone that did it once was proud to say, "Hey, one and done." Yeah, right? that, that was my thing. I, I'm yeah. a big fan of the one and done for the open. I think it mm. makes it more of a sport. The yeah. CrossFit Open we're talking about for mm. those people who don't know uh, what the open is. The CrossFit Open it's on every year for five weeks, and you all compete in this mm. online competition. And I believe that you know, really, it should be one and done. It's a, it's a if they want to call it a sport, but then there's also those top tier guys that need to scrape off a couple of reps to make sure they get in. So. Mm. It's a bit of a mixture, but I like the one and done. Yeah, I think I think one and done is good, and it, and it relates to so much more. You know, you have that one chance. So for me, like I said yesterday, at the gym, last four sets of a movement to go, renegade row to push up, which was, to be honest, I was already broken, right? So I'm sitting there with four sets to go of eight, and I just thought to myself, you know what? Fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> you know, I honestly did. I was like, what? what why am I here? Like, why am I here? Why yeah. am I here? So, but in my head, I, it came out. 
hey, mate, you've got one chance. This is your only opportunity to get the most out of this workout. Now, what if that last four sets, those last four sets, is what gets you those gains you've been trying to get for the last year? What if it gets you that last kilogram you've been trying to get rid of for the last two, three weeks? You know, there's, so in your mind, you're like, hold on, this is my one chance to get it done. I can't come back and do it. Well, I can, but it's, then it's going to be fresh. It'll be different. different it pushes stimulus. the finish line further back. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. So a lot came into my head. And, and then obviously I, I just got up and left. I didn't even finish it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did finish the workout and I finished those movements. And, and that was, to me, really did solidify the one and done. You know, because it started putting into my daily sort of mantra with my workouts um, and just making sure that I was, I was focused enough to, hey, mate, this is it get it done and you know as we said you're just going to prolong that result you know let's you want to push it out another five years or you want to bring it closer fucking do it yeah get it done um get and i think done. that's that's a big part of life we get one shot mm. at this this uh hanging out on this big sphere you get one shot so you gotta you gotta work hard at it um get out of your comfort zone i think often too much in life we are too too pleased with comfort uh so we, we got to get out of there we got to attack this one shot at life and really go for it so that's why we're one and done because you get one shot at it and then you're done exactly if you don't take a shot you're just moving your finish line back and and, and also being candid we love that so we don't really yeah. want to do too much editing with our podcast and all our video yeah. content that we'll start delivering the to all is, of you the thing is we don't don't want to also aligns with don't know how to yeah. we're not super tech savvy mm. So you, you know, if you've ever followed me before, you'll know I don't often do videos other than lives because I don't know how to read from a script. In fact, I have a reading age grade of about four. <laughs> hey, what are you laughing at, bro? Doing my best. So anyway, live is good for me. Live is good for me. So badge, one and done, key target. That's our, that's our mantra. Now, why, why are we the badger versus lion? Oh, that uh, it goes back to our names, uh, our little nicknames. Uh, I, I was given the nickname of Badger after a little uh, little game of rugby, running around, and some guy watched me run with the ball, and I was all like hip shimmying, shoulders rolling, darting in and out of the line. Um, and th- as I came off the field, he's like, oh, man, you look like a little badger. And then from then on, everyone's just called me Badger. Uh, and I, 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 I liked it. I, I took the name. I've tried to personify the Badger the best I can. Uh, I like the, there's this little video of the honey badger and they go on, it has no discernible talents or weaponry. It's very much like myself, <laughs> but it's the most tenacious animal on the planet. So you just get up and you keep on going. So I love being, being the badger and, uh, we used to work together, Cody and I, uh, and we started giving each other animal names around the gym. We thought it was quite fun to have an animal that we would lock onto. And for some reason, the lion stuck with you. You were like the king of our little jungle over there. <laughs> he was the big golden haired lion. Well... The Golden Fleece, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I think, uh, or like I said, like I, I honestly just think it's right with my middle name, Ryan, Ryan, Cody Ryan Hunter, and Cody Lion Hunter. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think to us under you, you were you were the king of our little our little gym jungle. <laughs> little gym we, jungle. We all looked up to the lion, mate. I know. Yeah. So, so yeah, and and I suppose the versus part of it is what's going to make this podcast and journey and a YouTube channel, etc., very interesting. Yeah, yeah. We decided to make this a little bit more interactive than the usual podcast. So we're opening it up to to all of the listeners and viewers. Please feel free to comment, uh, give us some missions and tasks you'd like to see mm. the badger take on the lion at, and uh, and we'll keep a running tally. And maybe there'll be some sort of prize that, or punishment mm. at the end. Punishment's always much more fun to watch. So please, yeah. guys, get in, be a part of this. Um, you might even find yourself on the podcast with us taking part in one of these challenges. Exactly. So uh, right. get amongst it. Yeah, we'll try to do our best to, uh, well, not do our best, but we'll video these podcasts as well. Yeah. Because, 
you know, you've got to see what's going on in the background. We'll do our best. We're not being too interesting right now because we're just focusing on the words coming out of our mouths. Mm. But yeah, those challenges, uh, physical, uh, eating, any any kind of challenges will come aboard. Yeah. But again, it's just another way of having a bit of fun um, and provide some very, entertainment. We're built pretty different, Badger and I, as you can imagine. The, the, yeah. If you just imagine the two, yeah. If you're only features. listening, if you're only listening to this, <laughs> uh, Badger sound. Sorry, ba- that's me. <laughs> Cody, he, he looks how he sounds. <laughs> he's a big dude, a big doofus. Yeah, no, not a doofus. Oh, he's a on. big dude. He's solid. He's uh, he's he's pretty muscular. Uh, deceptively, he, he's he looks tall, but he's deceptively short. <laughs> his personality makes him seem taller. It adds like another foot to him. Um, I am shorter and slighter than than Cody is. Much faster. Um, maybe a little faster at the moment. Uh, I'm I'm bearded and bald, and Cody's got like that <laughs> that model esque five o'clock shadow across his chin all the time. Designer stubble, and right? Designer yeah, stubble, and, and like a, a haircut that's worth more than my entire wardrobe. <laughs> So that's how we roll. That's how we roll. That's the, I mean, already you can see, that's why it's Badger versus Lion. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, through this podcast. And, you know, we do have a, an underlying mission to all this, all the fun, all the banter, all the guests we have, everything will come together in one and we'll fall under this, this beautiful mission. Yep. Which is? Entertain. Educate. Inspire. Bam. There we go. Let's call it a day. We're out of here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the entertainment Educate and inspire has been sort of things that we've, I mean, I, I don't even know where it came from originally where I first heard that, but it did really flow with the way you want to coach, the way you develop content, the way um, we're going to do this podcast, and also just the way we interact with anyone in the future under the brand is that we want to hit all three categories of those three things, right? You know, if we're sitting there and we're doing a lot of entertainment, sooner or later you'll get bored of us laughing and, and, and jerking around all the time and you'll just want to get a bit more depth from it. And that's why we bring in the education where we teach you along the way everything with regards to fitness, health, lifestyle, and just being yeah. awesome human beings. We want to clear up a lot of the murkiness of the fitness oh, industry yes. as well, which is a big reason why we got together and sat down about the podcast in the first place. There's a lot of uh, clickbait nonsense and stuff out there. Uh, a lot of rubbish people are just trying to sell. And Cody and I have been doing this for a very long time. I think it must be close to 40 years between us. And you can see the the nonsense a mile away, and we feel bad that a lot of people are getting swindled by this. And so we want to yeah. clear the air. So if you have any questions about f- something fitness-related as well and you want us to give you our opinion on it, and it'll be a really honest opinion, you might not like the answer, but we'll put it up here for you anyway. So mm. chuck it in the comments as well. Definitely, yeah. Anything goes as well, team. Like, uh, again, we're not afraid to dive into sort of most issues. Yeah. Um, I'm, it, I'm really willing to be wrong, too. Yeah. So if you can come at me That's and right. correct me, I'm not, not uh, too big enough to say that I was wrong and retract something. Yeah. But you've got to be right. That's right. <laughs> be ready. Be yeah. ready. And then ultimately, the I, like we said, the inspiration part of it is putting everything together. We hope that we can inspire people to, to I mean, start training, eat better, you know, just just start looking after themselves more, uh, understanding more, researching more before you start making decisions on what you want to do with fitness and health and lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, we just want you to be better. Yeah, yeah, but a big part of that, f- tacking into your reasons why, and then mm. finding a training style that fits that. Yeah, it's really important. I think a lot of people get jaded because they're not doing what fits their goal. Yeah, that's they're right. just doing what they think they should be doing because it's what's posted up on social media too often. Oh, mate, I watched a, uh, a league player do a video on, on Facebook recently talking exactly about that. Mm. Like, do you want to be a league professional league player because it's a trend or it's your passion? It's because yeah. that's what you wake up every morning wanting to do or because it looks cool and trendy and that's what you want to do in the time being. It's pretty good. It was a good one. I should share that. Um, yeah, so 
mission is going to be pretty, it's a pretty hefty mission, Badger. We've got a lot of work to do here. Yeah. Yeah, I think we can take it on. Take great, it on. Or at least it'll be fun trying. That's right. It's, it'll definitely be fun yeah. trying. And it's a never-ending battle, which is also why this is really There's special. plenty of nonsense out there yeah. for us to talk about. Yeah. yeah. There's plenty of... Uh, what is it? Snake oils, you were saying the Snake other day. Snake oils. Yeah, yeah. But, and again, we may even be addressing our prior selves or, or early day selves as well, Ooh, which is yeah. really cool. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Things change. Yeah, things do change. You've <laughs> So we should probably talk about that as well. <laughs> Hi, what are you so, trying to say? <laughs> so Cody and I both started in a similar place. We, yeah. In the bodybuilding world, kind of. Mm. Um, I think we've started out. Wow. I'll get into my story, I guess. I should. Yeah. yeah, my origin. Why I got into the fitness industry. I think mm. uh, I was a little guy at school, pretty good at middle distance running, but got battered on the rugby field but loved it loved trying to play so i thought hey i need to get some you know, get some mass on me so i started going to the gym um struggling to bench press the 20 kilo bar that was exciting and uh slowly tried to pack on some weight and enjoyed the training side of it started to uh, not enjoy the getting concussion side of it as much more enjoyed the training so focused more on that but i always felt like something was missing with my training um, i did like to run and play the touch rugby and things like that uh, so I started looking for other areas of fitness. You get into plyometrics mixed in with your bodybuilding. So I'm gaining mass, but still trying to stay fast. And, and, uh, it all culminated to, oh, I should say went to Korea, met Cody. Cody started getting into his side of fitness, which was CrossFit. He'll get into that. And, uh, and so he brought me in and then I fell in love with CrossFit and I haven't really been able to look back since I enjoy the variety of it. Um, the, the focus on skill acquisition over aesthetics and yeah, and that's where I'm at now, mm, running a mm. CrossFit gym called Badger Health and Fitness, shameless plug. Today's sponsor. <laughs> Hats and coffee. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of my origin story. Started out as bodybuilding and, and tried a whole bunch of stuff along the way and ended up really just loving the CrossFit vibe. So that's where I'm at. Have, have you ever taken a, like a decent leave from training and fitness since you first kicked off? Describe decently. Well, I mean like more than a month. Uh, uh, except for injury or anything along those lines, like by choice or by, by choice. Uh, life's been pretty busy a couple of times and there's been times when I worked in a gym and didn't train for a month, mm. which is, it sounds terrible, but yeah, just because you work in a gym doesn't mean you get to work out oh, all day. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, there's, there's definitely been times where I think I've gone maybe four or five weeks without working out. Mm. Yeah. But it doesn't break the bank though, eh? It's like, um, no. I think that's when you get to the point where it's fitness is your lifestyle. You can take breaks. You can have like a bit of a change up and still get back on the bike sooner or later and, yep. and get back into it. Like you sort of, you know what to do, how to mm. do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's quite fun too, getting back into it, refreshed. Yeah. Speaking, about, speaking of getting back to yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's um, get into your story now. Yeah. So, so my origin story is, I suppose, quite briefly, um, fat boy growing up. Uh, nickname was Fats or Pie Guts, both given to me by my dear loving mother. Um, and the good thing is, this is why I, I bring this up quite a lot, like surround yourselves with with good people. And I know everyone says it, but I was just lucky that my mates at school were all fast, fit, cute looking guys. You know, they're all, got, they're all that group that I wanted to be like, but I was slow, fat and not most handsome little character you've ever seen. He grew so, up well though, folks, yeah. if you're just listening. He's doing it right now. So, uh... So what happened there was that I just wanted to always be a part of what everyone was doing. So I'd enter into fun run races and I'd do athletics days and whatever. And I'd be the one getting the personal best sticker or I would be uh, the, the funniest participation one was, award. Yeah, participation award yeah. or actually coming in last on a run when even the officiators of the race had gone home and Ooh. the whole place was done because I was that slow. Now, um, so my motivation was just to have 
be have friends. So friends was good at sports, so I had to be good at sports. Um, and all that groundwork over those years slicked over when puberty kicked in at a ripe early age of about 12 or 13, where I just grew really fast. And I just went, you know, I grew my, I probably stopped growing by 14, 15 in terms of height. Um, and all the groundwork I'd done with fitness was just stuck. Like my cardiovascular fitness was good. I was muscular. I was quick. I just had all these things that I, it was like an overnight gift. And I was like, this is unreal. Started playing rugby. And because you're the big kid in rugby, you start getting confident because you're playing pretty well. Uh, and then over the years, um, a good mate of mine who's a little bit older, Simon Etheridge, was a big meathead, played rugby. So he started taking me to the gym. At the, I mean, we must have been 16 years old, lifting weights. And the, the, it wasn't about trying to get ripped up and look good uh, in those days, which is quite funny. It was more just about the gym was a play, you know, just get stronger, just be better on the rugby field. Or, um, you know, we used to do hill sprints and crazy stuff just by ourselves. There were no coaches pushing us. It's very we close to CrossFit. It. As well, yeah. really, yeah, a hundred percent, yeah, and uh, and then of course that just all moved into a sports coaching and science degree at some point, which meant that I, once I got settled in a career as well, I decided, hey, this is home. Why not get into fitness business? Why not open a gym or gyms and get into it? So, uh, opened the first boot camp studio in all of Korea, the Studio X Fitness, times. Yeah. in about two thousand ten or nine, I think it was, uh, and then that just moved into, of course, the the natural progression of to CrossFit, to CrossFit gyms and and so on, and it just went went bonkers. Yeah, for a while, and then it um, exploded. <laughs> we'll leave that for another podcast. Yeah, that's that's a whole other story. Yeah, it's a whole other story. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of fitness, like really, I'm the same as same as you, Badger. I probably had some breaks over the time. Uh, mm. I I uh, have just mis- recently moved back to New Zealand, and I did I have worked out in some way or another the entire time, but. Lack of intensity, increasing of calories, lack of general physical activity meant about a 12 kilogram fat gain. Ooh, buys us back. So if you see me on the, the, the podcast now, there's a bit of a change. I did drop three kilos in the last little while. But um, yeah, so, so you know. He does I, I hold it well though. Yeah. Well, I just suck yeah. in the belly and <laughs> puff out the shoulders and then carry invisible watermelons and you're good to go. It's good. It's good posture right here. That's how like that one, eh? Yeah. You like that one, eh? Yeah, that's good. So what are you doing now for fitness? Since you, you went yeah. down the CrossFit road, where are you Where are you at now? So there'll always be a little bit of CrossFit in there. Uh, mm. I don't go to a CrossFit gym as such because... So I, I should probably mention, we use CrossFit as, as the term, you know, but we, we kind of more mean functional fitness, yeah, right? I think so, so CrossFit's the blanket term because everyone's head twists around that mm. pretty easily. But like he said at the beginning, CrossFit as movements and the style of you know high intensity training has been around for a very long time. It's just oh, been yeah. nicely packaged, mm. and uh, and now somebody else in America gets to make a lot of money off all the gyms around the world. Um, so yeah, so that's, that, that, exactly that's probably right. a little little caveat onto that. So yeah, like I think um, like for me, I've gone through I go through many stages of different training styles. I mean, I've done I've did bodybuilding back in the day where I actually competed once, like yourself. Mm. Uh, and I think it's a good thing to do if you want to be a coach or a trainer and, and help people, if, especially if sometimes there'll be the questions that come out, you know, like yeah. you can't just say, oh, yeah, no, I heard. It's yeah. more like, well, actually, I did it. Yeah. And these are my experiences from that situation. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and it's also nice to be able to talk to people about f- like cutting weight and having to do it quickly. So, you know, some people come in, they're like, I want to drop this amount of weight in this amount of time. And you know how bad this is going to be for them. Mm. Uh, so you might have to taper their expectations slightly oh, the or how they're going to get that. Yeah. Yeah. Managing those yeah. expectations, eh? Like, this is yeah. what it's going to take. Yeah. Are you prepared to do that? Yeah. And the answer is the majority of times is heck no. <laughs> or it is hell yeah. And then yeah. you don't see them after day three. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> but uh, at the moment, I'm actually just going kind of full, I, I think you'd call it functional meathead bodybuilding crossfitter. I like that. So I just do a bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, three days a week is more of a uh, high volume sort of bodybuilding style programming, I suppose. Traditional lifts along with power cleans mm. and uh, deadlifts still, all that good stuff. But there's still a lot of bicep curls involved, some cable stuff as well. You know, just a bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, and then a couple of days a week, do track sessions, running, um, CrossFit style programming and workouts like today, for example. Uh, and then every Saturday, we do a weekend Saturday supper session. Now, if you're based in Christchurch and you're not there, you should you, be there. You better be at my gym. Yeah, you better be at Badger's <laughs> gym. Yeah, that's the only acceptable reason you're not there. Um, and then, yeah, and so basically it's just have fun with what you're doing. Enjoy what you're doing. I've always loved doing bodybuilding-style training. Yeah. Um, I just love the feeling of it. I love isolated movements sometimes, but also I do love the competition of training with the team as well. Yeah. Yeah. How about yeah. yourself, Badger? What are you up to these days? Me, uh, these days, primarily CrossFit, really CrossFit-heavy just all day every day uh when i'm yeah able to get it in which is every day oh my god <laughs> yeah um so yeah so we, we have a, a difference in and i think our out our right goal so i'm trying to perform well as a crossfitter so uh that's why i'm going down that road pretty heavily and you have a very different training style to me um but we want to have a little talk about my kung fu, my kung fu versus your kung fu, because uh, there's often there's a lot of banter in the fitness industry about you know CrossFit mm. versus bodybuilding styles, um, and you know obviously it, it's pretty clear that that my way is much better than yours. Yeah, that's uh, it's been proven by Matt Fraser and uh, and, and that's I'm sorry, that's who? Right. yeah, yes, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good one, isn't it? The yeah. old, the old blasting out. But the 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 cool thing these days is that you'll see the a stack of CrossFitters yeah. are all still blasting bicep curls. Oh yeah, they're all still blasting strict pre- like everything. It's so which is the moral of the story, isn't it? It's yeah. like the tools and the tricks and the and the the training methodology and everything all blends into one at some point, depending on, I mean, obviously, well, no, these days, you're still going to go out and run bloody marathons. You've got to do everything yep. if you're a CrossFitter. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, it's quite you know quite a good thing to watch. You, you hear people come in and they all want to snatch heavier weights oh. and and do more pull-ups and doing more kipping pull-ups doesn't, doesn't help it too much or too quickly. Um, and you, the risk-reward factor is heavily increased if you don't have the base strength down. So you often see all these top-level CrossFitters doing accessory work. So they'll go and hit snatches and all that stuff, and then they go and make sure their joints and ligaments and, and uh, all of that stuff are strong using isolation movements. Mm. So big fan, big fan of isolation as well. Yeah. As a CrossFit coach, uh, I reckon you gotta, you got to chuck it in. And yeah, I, I mean, we used to have the days of the rugby days where yeah. our rugby trainer would program – you know, all this functional rugby styles, rugby specific training at the gym, yeah. but he would always finish, for me anyway, mm. with arms. Yeah. And they still do to this day. And finish a big part of that is keeping fun. people interested. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, it wasn't actually because he had any long-term goals for us. It was yeah. mainly like, boys, I know you want to do them, so just do everything else first and then bust out the guns afterwards. All right, lads? Yeah. 
and then we would be like, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. finish the work. Yeah, and, and then you're inspired the to finish case. that other work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Smart, yeah, eh? Smart coaching. Very Conehead. Smart. Mr. Yeah. Co- shout out to the Conehead. Conehead. Yeah. Best, he best trainer. Sounds like he needs had. to be on this trainer, uh, on this podcast. Jeez. <laughs> on this channel. <laughs> on this channel. <laughs> on this channel. But yeah, yeah. so uh, that's, that's um, you know, there's no real winner on the day except for what you're training for. I mean, as long as, if it's, I'm sitting there doing bicep uh, sorry, doing bodybuilding training and I want to be an ultra marathon runner, but yeah. I'm spending three hours a day in the gym and zero time running, yeah. then of course that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think you've got to nail down why you're there, what, what your goals are, what you want to get out of it, and then find a training program that gets you to those goals. It's this mm. massive reason why F45 is taken off like crazy because not everyone out there wants to be doing snatches and climbing ropes and, and being slowed down by technique. Mm. They're like, just let me get in and blast some calories. Mm-hmm. And, and just run away with it. That's kind of me in a way, I suppose. I remember we used to call, you know, G-pop workouts and uh, even at 40p yeah. over in Korea, I sort of stopped doing the group classes, not because they weren't fun or enjoyable, but my goals started twisting a little bit where I didn't really need to do, not need, you always need to do it. I didn't, I was a cherry picker, basically. I didn't really want to do the warm-ups or this, or like a 20-minute <laughs> snatch workout yeah. because I wasn't training to be a yeah. better at CrossFit, for example. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of wasn't really, I sort of just wanted to go in the corner and just take care of what I had to take care of for those specific goals. Yeah. You know, and that happens for a lot of different people, doesn't it? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people definitely need to look down that road a little bit and, and assess where they're at and where they want to be. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I talked the other day, you'll have a crack over about this, but remember, the, remember but just one thing that's quite funny about, uh, I suppose, being buying programming and doing this sort of stuff where you have, you know, uh, what was I talking about? The old days of training at our original Sentinel gym where oh, you just yeah. put a group of people together yeah, yeah. and you'd be like, bro, what movement do you like? Yeah. Hand cleans? Yeah, boy. What do you like? Box jumps? Cool. And you write it all on the whiteboard. Yeah. You basically throw it there like a bit of half-cooked spaghetti yeah. and, uh, and then build a workout around it, pull names out of a hat or however we did it, and we trained our asses off. Yeah. How good was that? It was really good. Yeah, I think you got to do that every now and then. Oh, mate. Just chuck in the stuff you like and go for it. And, and the thing now, though, is that CrossFit these days, for a lot of people, you'll go into the gym and you'll try to recruit people to do that. And they're like, and oh, no, I'm doing the Invictus programming. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, pre- I'm doing games prep. It's like, you're not a CrossFit athlete, man. Like, yeah. You're not going to any games or anything. Like, what are you? This is what you should be doing. Yeah. Get your get your head into it. Train yeah, it's, hard. Yeah, the whole uh, the whole like, ethos of CrossFit was trained for the unknowable, right? Yeah. And then uh, you'll get these guys traveling around the world, and they'll drop in at your box like, oh, I've got my own specific training I'm yeah. going to do over in the corner here. And you're like, ah. Oh, mate, yeah, the guys that really fit with love, what we're eh? doing, yeah. Would be yeah, just, just jump in. Jump in the class. Oh, yeah. When you see a guy like that, yeah. like Austin Maliallo, for example, and those guys that would come in the gym, yeah. and then they're doing their own stuff as well. Yeah. I'm sure they are. Of course they are. But they'll still jump in your workout, or yeah. they'll make you do theirs. Yeah, which is terrifying. That's terrifying. Yeah. That's um, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I want to cut back a little bit to the isolation work, just, mm. uh, just to give a little bit of, uh, what is it, content to this podcast, our first one. Um, the importance of isolation, especially oh, yeah, when dealing with massively dynamic movements like snatches, um, and you know, split jerks and that kind of stuff. Uh, and I guess the pull-ups, the high-level gymnastics mm. as well that we mm. do. Like, a lot of CrossFitters, they come in and we expect to be like, oh, cool, I should be doing a muscle-up and things like that when they haven't built the foundational strength or they're wondering why they're getting injured all the time. There's no foundational strength being put down. So as much as we like to rubbish on on the the isolation movements, hugely, hugely important, I think. Yeah. And that's why you see, we'll cut back to it, the top level athletes going back and doing isolation mm. afterwards, just to make sure they're strong in certain areas. 
Um, so if you find that you're getting injured a lot in your training uh, or you're stuck or plateauing in certain places, go back, do some isola- isolation work on those positions. There you go. Yeah. You get some raises, some presses, oh, curls, good stuff. rows. Yeah, yeah. Nice and nice and tight mm. um, and, and really hammer away at it. And I think that's probably a big reason as to a lot of injuries. And we'll take it even as far as uh, I've been hearing a lot of talk of women's sports, mm. a lot of uh, uh, young uh, female athletes getting injured, especially knees and things like that. And I think it's it comes down to not having the foundational strength and movement built in at a young age. I remember reading something ACC posted on Facebook the other day, and I never comment on stuff. I uh, I try not to. Just yeah. yeah, I just try to, to stay out of that stuff because it's always a slippery slope. But I ended up putting comment on this. Did you really? I did. I commented on something. I'm, I'm just, I've decided oh, I'm going to start participating in this a little more, I like which this. is a bit part of the podcast, right? Mm, so I'm like, right. okay, I'm, I'm going to dip my toes in things. And uh, I posted up saying that's nonsense. I think that women should train the same as us, the same as men for the most part. Uh, we are far more similar than we are different. Um, so I think it's important that we train in a very similar way. I think when you get to the tip of the spear, then you need to start incorporating things like period cycles and stuff like mm, that. Mm. That starts to play a big role. Um, and obviously always nutrition is a massive factor. Mm. Uh, but absolutely, we should be doing the same movements and we should be working with intensity and we should be lifting heavy things. Um, and I think it's a big part of why young women athletes are getting injured and why even maybe later on, maybe they competed in a sport and they could nail down that sport. I've got an athlete at my gym. I, I probably she won't mind if I mention Nicole. She's a fantastic swimmer. Great engine, awesome crossfitter, good mobility, but still finds herself getting injured quite often. Mm. Um, and then talking to her about her past, very little isolation work done. So I think uh, if you're out there and you're a girl and you're thinking I'm, you're getting injured too often or uh, you're struggling to get certain movements down, take it back to isolation. It will change your life. Yeah, and I think that's great because, eh? as you know, what, what's the first thing most – ladies maybe not so much now because people are getting a bit more educated on all but in the in the years before what was the first thing anyone would say if you said hey let's let's lift some weights what is their most their biggest concern oh, i'm gonna get big yeah i'm gonna get big like a body yeah. i don't want to look bulky like a bodybuilder yeah. yeah which sadly i wish it was that easy we always talk about that yeah i wish it, yeah. we all wish it was that easy Been working out my whole life um, and i still look but, like a 12 year old yes <laughs> but that's actually not their fault that's the way that you know, a lot yeah. of media stuff, a lot of yeah. art, whatever there is, there's so much sort of going against it, you know, like sort yeah. of whether it's marketing in general. Yeah, like, and some, some you know? women will, they will get a little bigger. I've got oh, a couple yeah. of athletes that genuinely have put on some size, especially around the trap area, and it freaks them out a little bit. Um, and and I love it. Yeah, eventually, hopefully. Um, I think they've got to uh, embrace it a yeah. little bit. That's how you were meant to look before society mm. softened us all up mm. and made us weak and made weak useless people the sexy model yeah you know, like that's that's what we should all be aspiring to be is this weak useless person um we've got to get rid of that that's what oh, i'm yeah. saying that's we've, got, right. we've got to bring it back and be it's okay to have the body that you've worked for yeah but if this is how your body develops after doing heavy lifts cool be proud of that body oh shit yeah and that is that, that flows along with the you know the shredded the shredded model looking dude with a eight pack and yeah all the, you know whatever you know versus Thor, the freaking man mountain, who's like, obviously he's huge, but don't think about how big he is. Just look at his physique in terms of big bellies. You know, they've got like, they're very large, much like Badger. Um, <laughs> I saw the chest, the chest bounce. But, um, you know, like, they're not 7% body fat, nor no. will they ever be. No. Because does that help them be stronger and do ridiculously strong things? You no. know, like, just because you're shredded to the nines does not mean you perform better in yeah, sport or absolutely. any sport. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. 
That's mad. Yeah. So, so yeah, so it, it really irritated me that ACC, you know, mm. that they should be, you know, really getting into, and I guess they didn't really put any content out there either. That's what kind of irritated me about it. They just floated this nonsense question out there and, and just hung it in the air. And I was like, this is it's just divisive. It's not going to help the fitness industry anywhere. And this is what this podcast is a little bit about. Yeah. I'm going to start tackling these things, clearing stuff up because there's a lot of nonsense and it's just purely for some of it clickbait, oh, some yeah. of it followers. Most of the time they're just trying to sell you something. Um, by the way, my coffee brand is coming out in a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Skinny Coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah. But so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because it really irritated me because it's already tough enough, I guess, for for females out there with mm. all of the, the media that gets bombarded onto them all the time and stuff like that. Um, yeah, do some hard work. Do some isolation. Yeah. Keep it up. I don't know. Lots of stuff. It take, I mean, after a while, you love it. You love any form of training. The more It's yeah. painful. Everything yeah. you do that's new is a bit of pain. Yeah. There's a lot there. You know, you, but you work through that discipline of it all. And, I mean, once the inspiration and motivation wears out, yeah. you know, it's discipline. S- stress is rewarding. Yeah. Get stressed. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right, mate. Um, and just before we carry on, did, did you say anything in those posts, that those comment section that caused others to uh, jump on board and argue with you at all or not? No. Oh, so I'm guessing that my argument was so perfect that yeah. no one dared battle it was, me. It was a mic drop. This, yeah. Their, their social justice warriors were, were humbled. Yeah. And uh, I probably just gained like a thousand new Instagram followers from that. You might I'm have. guessing. Or, or, or maybe I was just deleted off the post. You might know. have. Actually, <laughs> next mission will be to do that. And whoever gets the most stirs from your comment yeah. will, uh, will announce it on the show. We'll talk about oh, it. Oh, that's good. We'll, we'll drop some bombs in there, eh? Yeah. I love it, mate. I love it. Hey, um, so... We've been we've been yabbering on for a little bit there, Badger. Time check, my man. Oh yes, got a, yes. we had a couple of other things yep. we wanted to go through. There's, don't 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 shut me down from doing my fitness current events. Oh, section. I'm worried. So uh, so so listeners, every podcast we do, we're going to deliver at least one form of media content to the other. Today, it's Badger is receiving from the Lion, and uh, just on the spot, something that we've seen in the media that's interesting, exciting, damaging, stupid, or just interesting and uh we'll get his on the spot opinion about that matter uh and i'm up today first and it as you probably are aware it was not hard to find some content on the interwebs are you ready badger i'm ready now the sad thing is i have an article to read but we are videoing on my camera on the phone so i'll just tell you what i remember oh I okay this, this is exciting be, this <laughs> could be really difficult um <laughs> Before we start, make sure if you have any media that you want us to talk about, send them to either Badger or myself or both of us, whatever, and we'll discuss it. Anyway, here it is. So the big thing right now, there's an influencer on Instagram who's uh, posted a post online just last week uh, about sunning her butt and vajayjay and saying how beneficial it is to her uh, her life, to her. It, it will give you what was it? What did oh, I see? It will give wow. you. It'll give you more vitamin D than like a day in the sun with your shirt off. It was something along those lines. Right. Now this practice, the photo that went along with it is, if anyone knows yoga, there's a te- there's a pose called like the teddy bear pose or something where you're like laying on your back holding your big toes. Huh. So. Wow. Yeah. So uh, under the sun, everything exposed, zero attire at all, and just sunning. Sunning. And this is uh, currently. Sunning the is, undercarriage. What is being recommended to our, our naive youth and People. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah. First thought is you wouldn't want to stay out there too long. You wouldn't want to be burnt. That'd be rough. <laughs> uh, the vitamin D aspect of it is nonsense. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's not quite how it works. 
Um, your body is happy to take the, you know, the sun through, con- you know, obviously, on the hands, face, arms, and it'll produce enough vitamin D. I think it's like, like 10 to 20 minutes max. Um, and on this note, don't sunscreen. Okay? Oh, don't, yeah. don't slap it on first and go out there thinking you're going to get your vitamin D because your sunscreen will block it. Mm. You've got to do 10 to 20 minutes without sunscreen on. Go back inside, sunscreen up. Wait thirty minutes for that to, to set, and then head back outside. That's a, it's a challenge. Well, that's a good that's a good yeah. little bit of advice yeah. there. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You got to get it without the sunscreen on first. Um, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> as hilarious as that sounds, and I think uh, you know, if she's doing it for uh, tanning reasons, getting rid of those tan lines, <laughs> sure, maybe. I'm pretty like, I'm pretty sure it's not yeah. tan, but that's yeah. you're right. Yeah, true. Even yeah. at our day. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean, and the other side, it could be. Um, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? It could be to – sunbathing uh, is very good for killing bacteria. So there could be a uh, an aspect in that. It could be uh, – there could be well some, some, some good stuff there. Mm. Um, I don't know how much <laughs> but, <laughs> how much is uh, is rocking on there for her. Yes. Um, but as far as the other health benefits, I, I think she's – it's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Yeah. I would uh, – I can't believe someone – these people get to be influencers. It's – Oh. We put way too much stock in beauty and uh, the ability to take a good photo. Although, you know, I guess. It wasn't necessarily a good <laughs> yeah, photo. Yeah, that's. But you can find that's it. That's rough. I'll try to post the link just for fun. But yeah, um, but yeah, I suppose that's that's the basis of a lot of stuff we're going to discuss in our podcast. There's a lot of that Insta. That's a good first in, one, though. Influences. The, you know? uh, um, like, it's a hard thing to take out of my head the picture of someone holding their toes. Is that because I was demoing earlier today? <laughs> yeah. and, and there's a reason I'm walking quite strange. It was a bit. Yeah, the, sun, the sun was it intense. Was, yeah. um, but I think that there'll be a lot of those situations where we discuss what's the, you know, that, that influencer marketing or the influencer on Instagram, et cetera, in general, mm. has a lot to answer for. And there's lots of good stuff that we can get into eh, as we yeah. move forward. I think it's, yeah, not good with the youth, mm. targeting youth and stuff for these sorts of things. Because, again, it's the naivety. They don't know. Yeah. Um, and it's probably even, if you want to go down the road, maybe slightly over-sexualizing mm. some of this stuff. I mean, yeah. there's, there's more for being free, getting your stuff out there and whatever. But uh, have a read. Like, yeah. For that, she's putting the wrong reason to it, I yeah, think. Yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's not good. She should, she should be, uh, shouldn't say ashamed for herself, but... I think if you're saying there's health benefits to these things, absolutely. She should be ashamed of herself for making up a lie. Yeah, because there's no backup. And she followed on with about three posts later saying, this is my opinion. There is actually no uh, scientific proof to acknowledge anything I've said. But it's just like, yeah, yeah, because the the uproar was so big. She's clearly just doing it for clickbait, for for followers. And it's shameful. And she went viral. And now she would have gained a probably- How many many did she get? Views? Uh, sorry, uh, more followers? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what the growth was, oh. but I think she's sitting at probably 100, I think it was, 100,000. Just, just every bit out in the sun. Yeah. 100,000. She's up there a bit. Oh. But I, I, I mean, did I check could, it today. I, I, use I a boost. can't you remember. Think, you think that would work for me? Everything's over here. It should, actually, let's try it. We could try it. That could be our first Badger versus Lion Instagram post. Who could hang out in the sun longest? We're going to follow up with this. <laughs> We'll be sure to make we this won't. We G-rated. Will not. He is um, and that's a good segue, <laughs> team. Find us on Instagram at Badger versus Lion. We've just started the account, so don't be afraid if there's not much on there. But there will be heaps coming out very soon. Please follow. And then what's coming next? YouTube channel will be coming out very, very yeah, soon also. Yeah. So this is why we want the content for us to go out and take on challenges. And we'll post all that stuff on YouTube. And uh, if we can, we might even get you along with us to take on the challenge, which would be quite quite exciting. Massive. Um, and they can contact us through our, our Gmail account too, right? Gmail account at badgervlion at gmail.com. Good. 
There we go, team. But, uh, but I think, uh, I don't know if kids these days use email very often, so please no. don't be afraid just to jump on that Instagram DM. Jump into our DMs anytime you just want. Slide, slide on into oh, those DMs. That's the words. That's See, I'm, the, I'm, out yeah. of, I'm out of touch. Yeah, I just hear people saying it. Yeah. I don't, I to don't you. know what it means. <laughs> yeah. Stop sliding into my DMs. That's, <laughs> that's right, eh? You pissed. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. But uh, I think that, I think today, mate, it's, uh, I think we'll call it quits for the day. What do you think? I think I think it's good for a first one, our first head out. I think there's a lot in there. Yeah. I, I'm hoping the video footage doesn't make me look too nervous. I've been like twiddling away with the, uh, the cable on my headphones the whole time. Um, just practicing the side what to do with my hands I think you know Pockets. maybe comments post in the comments what should I do with my hands in the next pot actually no yeah no it's going to go to uh, some dark places we have to see who becomes our followers here because yeah. it could be yeah that could be a big ass that could be yeah. quite uh, inappropriate yeah but uh, team thank you all for tuning in to episode number one of the Badger versus Line one and done podcast it's good this has been one and done one and done we'll see you all next time we out Push stop, Badger.